than this version of a black man it's the black man with the father figure right father figure men are like the best a father figure man is the best version of the black man period I hear all the LeBron James the Michael Jordans all those cool celebrity superstars Denzel Washington the father figure black man is the most dominant epic version of a black man that's why that's why i want to be a father i want to be a father because i know that is my true potential like fuck the kid i want to be a father because i want to be the best version of myself fuck that kid <laughs> because once i become a father i feel like i'll be like something in my brain will turn on and i'll just become this infinite void of information and wisdom and knowledge truth be told truth be told we love the kids here on the identity, but clap it up for the kids. Clap it up for the kids. It's not always fuck the kids. But I think it's important what Keisha talking about. Hey, you know what? Keisha, clap it up for that. I, hey, I want to bump uglies. What's good? I'm the pappy now. Look at me. I'm the pappy. You know, black fathers are needed in the community and they're much appreciated. And never have we seen this. Like, we know this. We, we in our community know this. In fact, we know the CIA knew this because that's what they brought the drugs into our community for. And that's why they gave uh, black women an ultimatum. Get the black men out the house or, or you don't get no money. They try to split us up because they knew when black people are truly together, we're unstoppable. We learned this in Evanston, Illinois. We learned this in about the Mobile, Alabama. We learned this about the uh, riots in uh, East St. Louis, Philadelphia. When black people come together, we're unstoppable. So let's talk about an opportunity for us to come together. This is a great story out of Louisiana. Let's hear about it. Well, who answered the call? A bunch of DADs. Here's CBS's Steve Hartman on the road. Not many good news stories begin in such a bad news way. It happened last month here at Southwood High School in Shreveport, Louisiana. Plagued with violence. Over the course of three days, another fight. 23 students arrested for fighting. Massive police response. But strangely, there hasn't been another incident since. Perhaps in part because of this most unusual crisis intervention team. 
Nobody here has a degree in school counseling. No, no majors in criminal justice. No. No. Your qualifications are? With dads. Dads. We decided the best people who can take care of our kids are who? For us. So Michael Lafitte started Dads on Duty. We're out doing what we do for our babies. A group of about 40 Southwood dads who now hang out at the school in shifts. Let's go. Today, any negative energy that enters the building has to run a gauntlet of good parenting. What's going on, buddy? You moving fast. I like that horse. I immediately felt a form of safety. We stopped fighting. People started going to class. How could that be? You ever heard of a look? A look? Dads have the power to do that? Yes. (laughs) Not many people know it, but yes. (laughs) Let's go, let's go. But it's not just the firm stares and stern warnings. Let's make it to class, my son. It's also the dad jokes. (laughs) They just make funny jokes like, oh, hey, your suit is untied, but it's really not untied. (laughs) They hate it. They're so embarrassed by it. And it's that perfect mix of tough love and gentle ribbing that dads do so well that has helped transform this school. The school has really just been, like, happy, and you can feel it. Which is why the dads plan to keep coming to Southwood indefinitely. Because not everybody has the father figure figure at home. Or a male, period in their life. So just to be here makes a big difference. Do you think you stumbled onto something here? Absolutely. 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 They'd like to start chapters of Dads on Duty throughout Louisiana. What's up, baby boy? And hope to eventually take on the country. All right. Without a fight. (laughs) Steve Hartman on the road. This story is so good, right? So good. It's the, it's the thing that we were told from the beginning. The truth is, fathers are needed in the household. Period. Period. It's such a feel-good story. But it's a deeper dive into the situation here. Because there's two things that I, that immediately struck out to me. Is there's no violence here. Violence begots more violence. Police arrested 23 kids in three days. A school administration didn't know what to do with their own kids. But it's further proof good parenting trumps anything you could ever learn in a school. It's further proof that a father figure, and I'll notice, don't, I'm not detracting from the mother or any other parents in the household if it's double women. A father figure. A male figure is just an imposing force. It, there's no way to relegate that. There's no way to kind of, there's no substitute for that. A positive male in your life is a force to be reckoned with. I think of my coaches. I think of my, my friends. I think of my brothers. More importantly, I think of my own father. Mubal Abdullahi. And the things that he instilled in me. The righteousness that I hold for it. And it's super interesting. So to talk a little bit about how this came to be. So the fathers, on the Friday night that the last incident happened, they all decided to have a Sunday meeting. It was about seven of them. They came, they sat down, they talked, and Monday morning they were at the school. And it was something very trippy about seeing it. The father got the fathers get out of the car and they post up in front of the school. They were just posted there. 
after dropping their kids, because all of them have kids that go to this school, and they ro- and they rotate. And like I said, they they start off with seven. Now there's about forty of them, and they have a system. They do background checks. They have uh, instructional classes. They have mandatory meetings. It's a rotation for them, and these aren't like stay-at-home dads, but business owners, construction owners, uh, HR specialists, but none of them specialize in this. They just have taken a vested interest in their kids because who better to take a vested interest in your children than the parents themselves? This is a this is then this is how you cause a step up in the community because p- parent teacher conferences are adorable. Bake sales are adorable. Get out there and do some work for your kids, man. People was out here complaining about doing zooms with their children. When you literally had the direct access to your kid and you didn't take advantage of that. So they basically made a rotation for themselves and they got and and it wasn't like something all along. The principal saw the immediate change in the demeanor, the dynamic and said, how do we bring you on board legitimately? They became part of the COVID policy. They got on board with the police, and now they don't have police roaming the hallways. And there was an interesting segue into this, because I was super interested in this story. I deep-dived this story all day, and and I'm better for it. I didn't lose no sleep. But it begged this question, right? How, how, How do you think this made the the teachers feel right because that's what you that's what you're you're worried about did you feel like the kids were taught any different this is roland emmerich another uh voice advocate for black voices in the community definitely wanted to let this segment play out well first of all i appreciate it and and in my book you all are stars I've, i've been following the story all day and it's just really amazing. So well, the question that I have is we've talked a lot about the influence you have on the students. But one question I have is what influence are you having on the teachers? Are the teachers? And before he answers that question, it, not only teachers, the police, the school, the board, everybody, everyone who tried and failed. This is how you do it. This is the blueprint is there. You want to see black, if you truly about seeing black people succeed, you got to support black people with black people. No one knows us better than ourselves. No one knows our struggle, our stripes, our ambitions, our aggressions, our joys, our peace. No one. There's no one like it, right? Treating the students a little differently now. Are they less likely to maybe kick them out of class? reprimand them are they responding to you all in a different way that's having a positive impact on the students as well so what the teachers have done is um you know there's a great group of teachers that are there they're young they're understanding and they have the utmost respect for not only us but to the students as well so there there's really not a whole lot of disciplinary issues such as that. And I know you said, well, okay, well, Mike, that, that seems very oxymoronic that you'll say there's no disciplinary uh, issues on that campus when there were several fights that came, which brought us to this point. But the, the few instances that I've seen since we've been there, uh, we, you know, as we patrol the halls, you may see a student that's outside and it may be for something simple. You know, kid may have on a do-rag or they may have on a hat in class. It's, it's something very, very minute. 
something that, hey, the teacher may be a little frustrated because yeah. they've told John Doe to take the hat off five or six times, and now he's mm-hmm. to the point where he wants to be a little disruptive, right. and you ask John Doe to step outside the class. Boom, we hit the corner. We see John, what's going on. John, what is going on? Why is his hat on yet? Well, hey, Mr. Mike, mm-hmm. man, my haircut's messed up. You know, I tried to give myself an edge and I messed up. So it's just a matter of talking to the kids and finding out exactly. Remember, uh, and I say this all the time in the year 20, the year, the 21st century, the year of our Lord and Savior, violence is not an option anymore. It can't be because it just begots more violence, more stupid and people breathe. Dumb people are bred from stupidity and violence. But uh, it's one of those things. This and hey, there's no shade to all of my white sisters out there. It's why that's why it's why I stay on the black side of the fence, man. Because if my hairline a little messed up, my baby gonna know. She gonna know why I'm not feeling sexy today. When I'm not edged up like this and my glistening, she gonna know I'm hurting. I don't have to explain that. Same situation. A black father knows pain. And they know how to deal with it too. What the issue may be. So, you know, we're dealing with teenage boys. What do you do if his edge is messed up? You roast him a little bit. He roasts you back. He takes the hat off and he gets back into some instruction. Yep. And that's all we want to do is get the kids back into a that's positive it. learning environment. So, Micah, thank you. I, I also say this what I'm seeing with the, the, the teachers, I see a confidence when they see these guys. And, and they smile and it's like a thumbs up because oftentimes in, in most schools, people drop their children off and it's like whatever they got going on at the house, fix my child, teach my child, discipline my child every day. And so I think now that teachers see some reinforcement, it makes them feel relieved. That's what I've seen more than anything. And we don't just walk around. You know what else I see in this picture? Just look at how sexy. I can't wait to have a dad. Bob. The day I stop going to the gym, stop caring about this awesome physique, I hope somebody loves my belly. Rub the belly, ladies. Love, rub the belly. We actually stick our heads in the doors of the classrooms. Hello, how's everyone doing? It makes a difference for the teacher. Just a little bit less load off the teacher show. Absolutely. Julian, your question, Julian. I, I really enjoyed this. And I really enjoy this idea. This story really made me think. And I'm curious to know, like, they're growing their chapter. I'm definitely trying to. I've already contacted them. Y'all know I already contacted them. I don't know. If you have to be a father, do you have to be a father to be part of it? Keisha, if I need to be a father, what are you doing for the next nine months? Hmm? Uh, Can we make some plans here? Uh, A few conversations. We'll take it off here. Don't worry. But for the rest of y'all, for the rest of y'all. Hey, that's a segment. That's a feel-good segment. Clap it up for the feel-good. Clap it up for the feel-good, okay? Feel-good. God That's a feel-good story here on the Identity Booth. We have one more segment, but if you want to catch up on some of the other segments, let me know how you felt about this. Hey, what was the thing that your daddy did to you that made you, like, check yourself? Cause I know what I put your hands up, raise your hands up, and 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 hold this dictionary. That shit had used to have us out there hurt. Now if you know, not if you tell the story, but let us know. How does this make you feel? What do you think about it? The link trees in the description. You can find out everything about us. Thank you.
But it's so hard to find through the daily grind. We're working overtime. And I'm sleep deprived. Shorty on my line and we feel some fight. Seems like every night. Don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is sight. Slow it down and we can.